What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 114 of the TNA Cross Line Podcast. I am Bob Conning Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Greeley. And Dallas, tonight is a stacked show. Ultimate X, number four, AJ Styles, defends the X Division Championship against the new best friends of Frankie Kazarian and Michael Shane. We've got a number one contendership. Monty Brown, probably the rightful number one contender, going on to take... The take on Jeff Hardy, who didn't technically sign mm-hmm. the number one contender contract. He signed his TNA contract, but not the one to be the number one contender. So now they're fighting. Plus, mm-hmm. much, much. So Dallas, I must ask you, how excited are you for this pay-per-view? I mean, like you said, Bob, this show is it's stacked. If this was an AW Dark episode, man, they would be <laughs> saying how loaded this show is except the difference is this actually kind of is uh i mean aj styles being in his first ultimate x is huge i think it's kind of crazy to think about that he was more focused in the heavyweight division during i think like all of the other ones so the fact that he wasn't in any of them is kind of really interesting well he was the world champion when the first one happened right that's what i mean and he kind of didn't really leave that scene uh, I mean, maybe the title pitcher, but he's still wrestling heavyweight guys for a while. Yeah. Uh, until really, what was it? The the second impact, or no, the first impact was it? I don't know. It was one of the impacts, and uh, no, it was the second one, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't matter. It was one of the first two impact episodes. It was, if, uh, weeks ago at this point, Didn't when he, he win the title like right before impact started. No, he won the number one contendership on one of those impacts and then went to fight Kazarian on the pay-per-view following. Oh, okay. Let me double check. That might've been the second one because AMW won the tag titles on the first one. Correct. Yes. Okay. So it's definitely, no, it's actually, hold on a second. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. Ah, no, is the first one. So America's Most Wanted did win the titles, but then in the main event, that's when Vince Russo added Styles into that number one contendership uh, for a four-way with Sabin, Primetime, and Michael Shane. So then that was on June 4th, 2004. So, guys, we just covered that a few weeks ago. It's all blur. It's just what it is. Then on you know, June 9th, the pay-per-view is where he defeated Frankie Kazarian to win the title. Then they had a rematch on the 2nd pay-per-view because if you recall the finish was a little wonky so i think they kind of wanted to do a redo for that on um, tv i think it was a little bit more than just a little wonky uh style <laughs> missed Spot. and then the ref counted they were pissed yeah it was good times was guys old... just uh almost almost two months ago which is actually kind of wild to think about what was that 
It's like almost two, almost two months ago. We're at the end of July. Is it, we're we're nearly in August here, Bab. Yeah, it's pretty much two months. We are flying on these shows. Uh, st- uh so yes, main event: Wicked Pump Four, Monty Brown, Jeff Hardy. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm curious. Um, is Jeff Hardy going to be in a little bit better shape than he was uh, in his first match against Styles? Um, not that I think it was awful, but um, he definitely had a little bit of ring rust going on. He hadn't wrestled in a while at that point. Yeah. Um, uh, I hate not, to say it, but I mean, Monty Brown's doing the J-O-B tonight, right? I, you know, I didn't really want to say it yet. He's got to be. There's no way. Well, right. he's either doing the J-O-B or, 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 okay, or I can see him doing both, right? So, could we see him align with Jarrett finally? Now, this is me and Bob's prediction. I don't know if it's going to happen. But I definitely think they're planting the seeds for him potentially aligning himself with Jarrett. So could we see that happen tonight even? Uh, I think if you were to lose, then I, I could see that transition happening. Right. So that's what I'm curious about. Um, also, big tag team title match as well. The Naturals are defending against Triple X. That's a pretty big tag match. I'm really excited for that. Um, And then, I mean, the other matches on the card I think will be good, but definitely those three are my most most excited. David Young is putting essentially his career on the line against Mike Posey. Yeah, guys. Referee Mike Posey. Yeah. I feel like David Young has, like, done this several weeks in a row now. I he keeps wanting like this. another chance, yeah. Yeah, one more, one more shot. I need it. One more shot. Right. I think we get it. Uh, then there's the the match that is is going to be kind of interesting to see what they do with. It's D-Ray three thousand and Shark Boy against Abyss and Alex Shelley, and of course, if D-Ray and Shark Boy lose, Goldilocks gets their contracts. But if they win, do they get the money? Uh, I do. I do think they might be able to get the money. Yeah, I think that is the case. So I don't... it wouldn't make sense for them to put up their contracts if they get nothing in return. Right. No, I think that's like a shot at the money. But like, is Goldilocks going to have like a whole team of people walking around with her now? I mean, it's, it's like a funny idea. Um, so I don't know. Like, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with there. I kind of, I kind of figured maybe she'd go for the bigger contracts. I guess you got to start somewhere, man. I, I suppose, but like. And I don't think she necessarily has a business contract, right? I don't think that's ever really been said. Um, maybe not. Unless it was like in an offhand like promo backstage and we missed it, but I really don't think she's ever said that. I think she just kind of like controls him. Yes, that's what I think too. Which is as we've noticed, he's getting frustrated. Uh, and then also the final match on tonight's show is America's Most Wanted. Facing off against Team Canada's Bobby Roode and P.D. Williams. So I think that'll be a good match. But there's no... Besides the fact that they kind of screwed him out of the Six Sides of Steel. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of where we're at with that. And that was on the last pay-per-view. So not our last episode. We covered Impact, which we'll, we'll talk about here momentarily. But on the last pay-per-view. So I think there's a lot of good stuff happening on tonight's show, Bob. Yeah, I mean, I think on paper that we have several uh, potentially good matches lined up to be taking place so should be interesting to see how it plays out absolutely yeah so 
On our last episode, we covered the July 23rd, 2004 edition of Impact. It was the eighth episode of Impact. Which is kind of crazy, Bob. We're almost in double digits on the Impact shows. We're getting there. Wow. Let's run down the card. I don't think there's really a lot of, like, craziness that happened on Impact. But um, we'll, we'll just do a little recap here. And then I literally have two things to say. And then we'll talk explosion. We can get right into the show. Not a lot to discuss, really, before we head into the show. I think uh, I think the thing that's kind of crazy about this week is I feel like if we missed Impact, we'd still be ready for this pay-per-view. I think they kind of covered it all on pay-per-view last week. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles defeated Jarrell Clark. Abyss and Alex Shelley, with Goldilocks, of course, defeated Team Mexico's Abismo Negro and Mr. Aguila. Monty Brown defeated Antonio Banks, which, of course will be known as MVP eventually. And it was kind of weird. He was wearing, like, weird trunks. It was it was an odd situation, but, you know, it's fine. We were speculating he has a weird tattoo, and that's why they put his, that weird, like, singlet on him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I had always heard that it was, like, a giant Malcolm X tattoo on his back. I think that might be an urban legend. Or he got it after that. He could have. Yeah, he definitely could have. Um, all of Team Canada, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, Johnny Devine, and Petey Williams defeated the team of Chris Sabin, Mikey Batts, Sanjay Dutt, and Amazing Red. Then Raven, he made his Impact debut finally. He defeated Kid Romeo, making his return to TNA. It's pretty crazy. And uh, after that match, I do remember Sabu and him brawled very briefly. Or got cut away. Uh, we, we also had... Um, the USA Olympic guys show up, which I'm forgetting their name off the top of my head. One of them was Dan- the- Daniel Cormier. And, and Joe Williams. So they showed up, and they literally walked down the ramp with some fireworks, and then they left. Um, and then in the main event, Jeff Jarrett defeated Shark Boy. Well, we also can't forget that there was a mysterious coming soon. Oh, shoot. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that we don't know. I have no idea. And I'm, I, my only speculation was that it could potentially be Ryan Wilson because I literally don't have any other ideas. So I'm just throwing right. shit at the wall. And I don't think that's right. It's just the only person who we haven't, we've heard has been kind of around still, but we haven't seen on Impact or on pay-per-view in a while. Yeah. It's my own, literally my only guess. But I don't know. I don't know who that is, Bob. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to like seeing who it could potentially be. Yeah, me too. Um, well, my two quick notes here. It's kind of just D- Dave's kind of thoughts on, on Impact. So it's pretty quick. Uh, as mentioned, the Raven Sabu brawl was very quick. And they broke it up and cut away so fast that it had very little impact and it was never talked about again. Which, he, he, I've noticed he says this a lot, like, oh, well, this happened and it was never said again. Which, I don't know, on a 45-minute television show, I think that's probably fine. Like, do you have to keep bringing it up the whole time? No. no. I think we're fine. Like, kind of, it's not like when, you know, you're watching a, a banging Cruiserweight match and they're like, guys, the NWO. Right, right. right. Do you guys know about the NWO? That shit would always piss me off. Like, I don't think we need to be in the main event being like, guys, Raven and Sabu fought for, like, 10 seconds. No, but, plus, wasn't it, like, sh- shortly before the main event anyway? Was well, yes, it was. Minutes? So, what? there's not really a ton of time left. But I've noticed this is a theme that he keeps bringing up. But it's literally a 45-minute show. Like, what What else do you want him to say about it? 
No, see, personally, I hate, like, when I would watch Nitro, and it'd be like, who who into it against Billy Kidman, right? A great match. And the announcers are talking about, like, oh, I can't believe that Kevin Nash and Bam Bam Bigelow were brawling backstage. Let's talk about that for the next 12 minutes. And, like, ignore it. You don't need to talk about the same storyline throughout the whole show. Let it breathe. Let people, like, just react to it, and then you move on to the next thing. Right. No, I do. I think it I think it cut away a bit quick. But, like, once again, like, I, they started punching, and, they, and they do, they've done that on Impact, though. And I don't know. It didn't really bother me. They were do pulled, we... pulled apart by officials, weren't they? Security? No, they might have. But they might have quickly. But there's been – I may have been thinking of another time where they've, like, started punching, and then, like, not them, but – then it cuts away. But, like, do we really need to watch people punch each other for five minutes, too? Not really. So, yeah. like, I, I get the point. But whatever. Um, Dave notes that all the matches, uh, which we just listed, um, were all squash matches on Impact. But the work was good in most of them. And in particular, Team Canada versus Red, Sanjay Dutt, Chris Sabin, and Mikey Batts. Um, he, he must have enjoyed that a lot. He also notes that Mikey Batts is related to Billy Kidman, which I think is interesting. Really? Yeah, doesn't say the relation. Apparently, they're related. I didn't know that. Yeah, is that interesting? Hmm. Um, and he he also notes that he enjoyed the uh, he basically he says as well as the short squash between Styles and Jarrell Clark. So, um, which is interesting because I think we kind of noted that. I mean, it was a fine match, but I don't think Jarrell looked very very good in that one. But he's still very young. Yeah, but, he's hey. very he's super young. Yeah. yeah. Um, the show was mainly built around a three-way program with Jarrett, Brown, and Hardy. And we didn't note this yet, but Jarrett hit Hardy with the guitar on the pay-per-view show after a three-way brawl. So that happened, I believe, last week. And so while Hardy laid him out uh, on the next day, but Jarrett got the guitar shot on Sharkboy. So Hardy was on impact as well. Kind of to run in. Right, yeah, after the match. Yeah, so... Um, that's it. Just Dave's little opinion there. I'd like to throw that in there to uh, sideline me and Bob a little bit. But uh, besides that, Bob, I just got to talk about Explosion. This is a quick one. <laughs> uh, and, not... Yeah, I mean, this is, this is I, I like how the pay-per-views are like this. This is how it should be. Uh, there was also uh, another match that happened as well. But first, let's say the Explosion matches. Um, so, explosion of number 89, according to Cage Match, it was taped on July 28th, 2004, which is the same day as the show we're about to watch, and it aired on July 31st, 2004, and it featured two matches. Dallas defeated Silas Young, and I'm pretty sure that's the same Silas Young, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, it sure is. And... Also, Sonny Siaki defeated John McChesney, whose name I hear quite often. And then there was one other dark match that took place before the show, and it featured three life crew, all of them, Conan, Ron Killings, and BG James, defeating the team of Nick Burke, uh, Big Bully Douglas, and a mystery person that we don't have a name for. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That's it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit shorter of an explosion. And now, guys, listen. It's kind of old news at this point. But me and Bob talked about it, I think, on last episode. There is someone mysteriously uploading explosion matches on uh, YouTube. 
Yeah, and I'm uh, actually going to look up right now to see if any more. Now, it's not full of shows. No, it but but what's interesting individual is match. individual matches, but I've noticed they have like an intro. So there's like the intro to Explosion on there. Um, and like there's like little interview clips and little segments as well. Um, and they're very scattered. It looked like mostly 2003 when I saw last. Uh, I think that's about, yeah. So it's kind of a lot of fun. I think the first one of note that was spreading around was CM Punk and Colt Cabana having a match. Yeah, there's uh this one might be pretty interesting. Kid Cash and Abyss against Delirious and Matt Seidel. Yeah, and all these matches, if you guys are a longtime listener, should sound familiar because we've literally said every single one of them on this show. Um, so I think it's really cool. That <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in checking these out, go to uh, Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Uh, yeah, I think def- definitely. Main worth idea, it. He, he says he has over a thousand VHS wrestling tapes <sighs> that is just rotting away, and he hopes that it brings some joy, laughs, and memories with his old footage. Well, he's bringing me some freaking joy because, guys, we've been trying for a while with that hashtag we want explosion and maybe scott demore didn't give it to us but this guy definitely did and i'm really excited about it you already forgot his name it's brian turner brian turner i did forget his name of course you did but i followed him and i actually i uh because I, I watched like a couple of, like the i watched like the intro and stuff yesterday i was like watching some of the the clips and I'm just really excited to see it. Like, it's really fun. And they're wicked short. I mean, they're like five minutes. It's like perfect. The, yeah, the matches, I mean, I think the longest match I saw was like seven minutes, and it was AJ Styles. Yeah, so you can't go wrong with that. I'm literally going through this, and it's just like, a lot of it looks like it's NWA wild side stuff. Yes, I did notice that too, which is kind of crazy. Which, yeah, I mean, that's, that's freaking awesome. Oh, there's... Oh, there's a 2002 explosion one. Kid Cash oh, against Gary Valentine. He did that one 11 days ago. Wow. So, yeah, there's uh, there's some decent amount of stuff in here. Yeah, I, uh, I'd recommend everyone checks that out if you are a fan of what we've been doing. Because that's footage that, like, I don't think is out there anywhere. Uh, I certainly don't think it is. No. Except for Brian Turner and his VHS tapes. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure it takes a lot of time to transfer over VHS oh, yeah. to YouTube or whatever. So I'm sure. So check him out, watch some of his videos, and hopefully he makes a couple of bucks on his uh, his hard work here. But all right, it is time for us to now watch the July 28th, 2004 NWA TNA Weekly Pay Per View. Uh, once again, it's Ultimate X Four, Hardy Brown. Naturals, Triple X, and mm-hmm. much more. So, looks like we're in. Hopefully, we're in for a treat. I'm sure Jeff Jarrett will uh, have some words for us. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna count down from three. When I say play, that's when you're gonna wanna hit the play button on uh, Impact Plus, or if you have in your own personal collection, that works as well. Uh, or you can just listen for the next hour, fifty-four, and thirty-three seconds. So get ready to cross the line, because we are. Three, two, one, play. 
Starting right off of the highlight package of Goldilocks saying she wants more. I want more, more. contracts. More, more, more. And she's talking about people being stupid enough to do it, and then immediately D-Ray 3,000 walks in the frame. Because he doesn't know where the ring's at. No, and he doesn't know what's going on, and Scott Hudson even says, yeah, does Sharkboy know about this? I don't know what I'm saying, man. Whatever, man. And there's Jeff Hardy signing the TNA contract. And he probably shouldn't be grabbing that champagne. He almost smashed it in the ring on Dusty Rhodes. And there's Monty Brown. Yeah, so we're getting, a, we're getting a little recap of the whole feud and everything. How long do you think this is going to go, Bob? I'm going to say four minutes. The video package? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'll say, I'll say 525. Oh man, if we're in for a five minute video package here. <laughs> With the ultimate X and stuff though, I mean, there's definitely a chance. I mean, we're only on one match and they've like really promoted like four. So. Well, and the crazy thing about this is every match on the show, we met, we noted this on our last episode, kind of has somewhat of a purpose. I mean, there's something sure. behind all of the matches. Uh, which is fun. Do you think Triple X is winning these titles tonight or what? Um, I think there's a chance. I I feel like maybe I would put the titles on them. And then see, like, look, we're already teasing yeah. them in America's Most Wanted again. I think. Yeah, because I think that that's the match they're really building towards is another one with AMW. Right. And AMW is like, they're better when they're chasing. So. 100%. I just, no, I forgot what I was going to say. I was just talking to someone recently about like, oh, you know what it is? I think it's um, like Thunder Rosa's like AW women's title reign has been like really boring to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think her like chasing the belt is like way better. Well, it's like, it's like the sting. The sting syndrome like you like seeing him chase but as soon as he wins the belt you're like Ugh, i don't care yeah but, but, I you, think that, but you like the chase i think a lot of baby faces are like that it's like then they get it and it's like okay well now what i think to an extent like punk's first title reign was like that like oh you wanted to see it and then it's like oh he's champion now he's fighting jbl on pay-per-view and it's like Ugh. <laughs> that's even a blur to me holy crap was that like the heavyweight title one yeah yeah i think okay. he fought jb on baby i'm pretty sure he did i can look it up and correct myself we are three minutes and 15 seconds in and we're still talking about the naturals and triple x yeah i don't know man my four minutes might be a little <laughs> under Oh no! Oh wow! Three twenty-three, and what? here's our they intro. Didn't even, they didn't even mention Ultimate X. Wow, actually, that's really fucking good point, dude. Why did they not mention Ultimate? They were probably going to get a decent video before Ultimate X. That's why well, I bet you. I, yeah, probably. But I, that that doesn't stop them. They'll do both. Dude, I think it's time to update this video package. It's just Sandman, Roddy Piper. Can't believe. There it is. Our view of the TNA Asylum Ultimate X structure is up. This is, the, is this the first Ultimate X with the six sides? Um, 
Wait, no, what's that, well, right? Six Six Sided debuted with Impact, right? Yeah. Well, so, so I mean, Six Side wasn't for the World Cup because that was so four sided. No, that was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what? Okay, yes. No, I'm thinking of uh, was it the ladder match? Do we have a ladder match? That's what I'm getting. Like, wait, maybe it wasn't. No, you're right. No, this is the first excited Ultimate X. It's not our fault you're not Canadian. Oh, that's true. Uh, Punk Russell JBL at SummerSlam 2008. Wow. Jesus Christ, you got the more. Here comes Team Canada, by the way, if you couldn't tell already by the Canadian sign I read. And of course, here are their opponents. We find the defendants guilty. Because <laughs> most wanted who got the ring gear back or their entrance gear and have yet to wear it again. <laughs> they fought so hard for it, but they're just like, you know what? We are kind of over it. We actually don't want to wear this gear anymore. I, I think it's so weird. Why did they need it back that bad then? Come on. <laughs> well, you know. Name something that you don't care about that's in your house right now. Um, this stuffed animal that's next to me. Yeah, what if I stole it? Well, I guess I'd want it back. Well, then there you go. <laughs> that's... I mean, I mean, look at it. Look how cute it is. Oh lord! It's literally, it's literally fat. It's an organ. Are you... I got, oh, I got, okay. I, I got it because it came with uh, some cards for a game I have, but. James Storm uh, and Petey Williams starting us off, by the way. Are you still collecting AEW cards or what? I haven't been able to get my hands on any more of them, um, but I'd love to. They're signed Todd. Todd. With an arrow. That's what I should do. I should just have a sign and say Bob and have an arrow. I mean, you could. Uh, who is... James Storm? Yeah, James Storm and Petey Williams are kicking us off here. He's choking Petey in the corner. Uh, and then Petey bailed to the floor here. Uh, there's only one bit of indie notes here, or one guy that has indie notes, and that is, in fact, Petey Williams. July 23rd, IWA Mid-South, Tap Out City in Lafayette, Indiana. Petey retained the IWA Mid-South Heavyweight Championship when he defeated Chris Hero. And then two days later, July 25th, Windsor, Ont- Windsor Ontario, Canada, P.D. Williams teamed up with El Tornado to defeat Conrad Kennedy III and Ruffy Silverstein for BCW. Very fun. As P.D. Williams gets chucked crotch first into Bobby Roode by America's Most Wanted. And now we're brawling on the floor. Uh, and speaking of IWM itself, and this is actually Impact related, did you see the news regarding Jake Crist? I did. Yeah, he burned the IWA Mid-South Championships because Ian Rotten well, didn't pay him. Pay him. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. So, that was that, like, that's old oh. news as well. That's like a month old. Oh, right. More than a month old. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty funny. And then his uh, girlfriend or wife took the blame, saying that she took advantage of Ian because he's blind. So <laughs> she wasn't paying people and just like taking the money wait what to handle her own debt yeah no way misty rotten yeah that's her name she she posted on twitter saying like this isn't ian's fault it's my fault i uh 
you know, he trusts me with his money because he's blind, literally blind, partially blind or whatever. And <laughs> you know, he trusted wow. her to pay the boys and she didn't do it. And she would try to pay off her own debts or something like that. And it finally caught up to her. Holy shit. That is wild. Only in independent wrestling. That well, sounds I, that sounds like carny shit that like would have happened oh, in, like the early two thousands. Like oh, what the fuck? This That's is the insane. type of shit that would happen in like two thousand four, two thousand seven. Right. Itself. Like what the fuck? Bobby Roode was in there. He was working over uh, James Storm, and then P.D. Williams just came in and hit a heel kick, and he's yelling at Rudy because like in Canada it's known that you're supposed to count faster. That's right. And Rudy Charles just isn't keeping up here tonight. More old news. Did she, uh, Dave Hebner passed away? Yeah. He, he did make a TNA appearance. Yeah. Now, I'm, and I'm going to tell my family this, but just for public record, um, if I ever get, oh, Chris Harris is got a hot tag. He's cleaning house. He's going clotheslines. He's tanned. He's buff. He's ready for Star K97, baby. Backdrop and Petey Williams. Give him the strap, Bischoff. Leave the clothesline to Rudy Charles. Uh, if I ever get to the point where uh, it's, like, really sad to, like, see me, don't post pictures of me. I think about that all the time. Like, everyone's smiling, and then, like, I'm just, like, kind of comatose. Like, don't do that. Oh, Harris thrown into the post. And Scott Demore with the belt. What did they do with Dave? Like he clearly I, had, like, MS or something. Well, they're doing it with, um, freaking uh, Mondo. Mondo? Freaking. Oh, Mongo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mongo, Mongo, sorry. Yeah, um, that stuff is, like, that's just sad, dude. Like, I don't want to see... Well, the thing that's weird about that is, like, he wanted to get out of the public eye, and then Ric Flair keeps posting pictures with him. Yeah. Yeah. Mongo. Sorry, I was thinking about the company, Mon- Mondo. Jesus. I thought about Nick Mondo. No, no, that was my bad. That's, oh, me, trying, that's me trying to listen to the show and talk at the same time and thinking about other shit. <laughs> Team Canada is uh, kind of whooping ass right now. And here's Scott Demore getting involved again, choking Harris. I think it's still really impressive that Team Canada is um, able to break away from the shitty world teams that they kept bringing in. Now, we're seeing um, Team Mexico still here and there sprinkled in, but, like, Team Canada's heavily featured. I think it's abundantly clear that Team Canada are go- are going to be regulars, and they are regulars. Yeah. It's just nice to see them break away. I mean, throwback to fucking Team UK. That was f- such a disaster. They didn't ask them to come back. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's and pretty I, insane. And I think, like... Team Canada's talent level. It stands out. Yeah, they're just well-rounded. You look at Team Mexico or Team AAA, whatever they were going by. I mean, Hector Garza. Yeah, Hector Garza is, like, really good and and whatever, but I think that it's just not evenly proportionate. And I think that's kind of it. I mean, the rest of them are, like, fine, but if you notice, Hector Garza recently has been featured in a singles role – well, then we tried to pretend that Team Mexico's still around uh, with, like, Abismo Negro and Mr. Aguila. Heavy metals, nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. 
who we know Hoovy's been gone for even longer than that because heavy metal Hoovy didn't even him. make it past like the second tournament because they were like oh you don't want a job well then fuck you right which is exactly what i would do it's like oh you don't want to lose tonight well then i guess you're not gonna work for us anymore yeah and yes that would mean that i am not necessarily supporting the sasha banks naomi thing Oh, there you go. Which there I think, if, as long as it's only like, hey, we didn't want to lose. If it's something deeper than that, I don't know. But no, I bet you it is. But I'm sure it is. But from what we know, it's like, oh, hey, I don't feel like we should be losing to Ronda Rousey on a random RAW. No, I don't think that's even what it was. Well, wasn't it like they were? It wasn't. It was match, and then they, they would they, both lose, and then both lose like in a, like, it was like a five pack challenge, oh. and they were going to fight each other. With that Alabama slam by Chris Harris. Yeah, like they or like there's a counter for the Canadian destroyer, by the way. They were gonna do like a singles, like two singles matches, and they were both gonna lose or something like that. There's some shit. Just do the just do the job. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. Well, I did watch SmackDown for about 25 minutes. I I can't believe you watched that long. I couldn't find it. I wanted to see what Vince would say. Okay, do I don't even want to talk about that bullshit on this show right now. James Storm. Slam speed. James Storm is on fire right now. Look at that. Power slam. Didn't go for the cover, though. Pat Nelson slam. P.D. Williams going back. Oh, you know, speaking of cover, like near falls or whatever, I was reviewing a show today before I got on. What is the why would you go for a pin if you don't hit your finishing move? Like right now, he honestly thinks he's going to beat him on a forearm. I think, yeah, I think it's one of those silly wrestling things, and I feel like it's more common than it than it should be. Although, I feel like if you hit a big move regardless, like let's say these two do a sweet double team move, and they're like, okay, we'll try now. Like that makes sense to me. But like that one that James Storm just did when he just like pushed him against the turnbuckle and then tried to pin him didn't make sense. Yeah. Scott Demore is distracting Rudy Charles. Harris trying to cover Bobby Roode. Not happening. P. Williams and James Storm brawling on the floor. Harris goes to punch Demore off the apron, and Bobby Roode is setting up for something. Clothesline from behind. Cover him. Come on, Bobby. Bobby looking a little thicker. Yeah, I also really don't like his little like goatee thing that he's got. Why not? Canadian bomb. Super kick. Oh, and then God. Harris rolls him up. There he is. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that they would have uh, Team Canada lose there. Oh, oh. Scott Demore with a belt. I think we're going to do a strap match, Bob. We can't do that. I'm sort of surprised, too, but at the same time, I think it was kind of a messier finish. I mean, it's still, I would consider that pretty clean, but um, with the discretion of Scott Demore and everything, and so a lot kind of happened there. I think we can continue this uh, feud a bit longer as we are whipping Demore with the belt now. Well, I think my kind of thing here is... Uh, oh. Johnny Devine and Eric Young. Oh, that is Devine. I barely even recognize him. I, um... You know, they, they just cost them the cage match. I feel like, you know, just give them some more momentum before you have them lose again. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I could also see this being a... You know, win for AMW and then Triple uh, X wins tonight, and then you just go for the that tag feud, tag title feud. Yeah, 
That's true. Oh, man. DeMore is whipping both America's one and all Team Canada is holding them down. We might be getting a fucking strap match soon. Look at the welts. Wait, who's this? Triple X making the save. Saturn Skipper. Or Danielson Skipper. USA. USA. I like it when the crowds chain USA when the guys aren't from the United States. WrestleMania 9 is my favorite one. Bret Hart, the Canadian. Against Yokozuna. <laughs> who is supposed to be Japanese, but is actually Samoan. It's so funny. You know, I think Bobby Heenan's even like, they know Brett's not American, right? Like, he's Canadian. Oh, here's Jeff Jarrett. Oh, my God, dude. He's finally stopped with this stupid King outfit. He's wearing just, like, a nice button-up shirt. This is a good look for Jeff. It's not super tight. It's unbuttoned a little. You're seeing a little the, the pecs. Yep. The glasses. Like, yeah. This is not the bullshit King outfit, well, whatever. Okay, so now it's funny you mentioned that because I wanted to bring this up because I listened to the My World podcast, and he talked about that look. No way. Yeah. I'm so behind, dude. Okay, so he talks about that look, and he goes, he's like, he's like, Connie, I was talking to Dutch, and Dutch was like, you got to get like a suit and everything, and he was like insisting on I wear white gloves because he's like, that just pisses people off. Like, who wears gloves? I'll be, okay. And Jeff was like, I'll, right, do I'll do it. He's right. It's like, we, we hate the gloves. We <laughs> literally hated the gloves. It was, dude, that's awesome. Dude, that is so funny. Oh, Jeff getting pissed at Hudson. Yeah, they're getting into a bit of an argument here. Either guy could be, come out the winner. I don't care where Jeff Hardy's been. He's never, ever been a world heavyweight champion. And Monty Brown, he's never won a Super Bowl. And he's never uh, become a world champion. Jeff's never won a Super Bowl either. That's a really great point. <laughs> Talking about the championship committee, guys. Um, um. So, Jared got mad because Hudson thinks that Jarrett would prefer Mounty Brown over Jeff. I don't think I would. Oh, yeah, what? They're I trying to make Jeff Hardy scary. Hard. Let's go back to the ring, guys. And then, yeah, back Jarrett, to action. Jarrett was also teasing that Russo and Dusty are having issues of their own. But Hudson's like, I don't know anything about that. Right. Goldilocks, Baby Bear, Alex Shelley, and Abyss coming out now. Goldilocks not wearing her fur. Sudden windfall of money. The money that she stole. Oh, dude, she ended up winning it. Poor Eric Watts. He doesn't deserve that. Baby Bear. Jesus Christ. I can't I get over see, that nickname. I can see how uh, Alex Shelley's not a fan of this stuff. Baby Bear. That nickname alone, I wouldn't be a fan of it either, I don't think. Well, like, I don't really understand it, but isn't, like, a bear, 
Like that's slang in like the homosexual. I believe usually it's like a a furry larger man. Right. So if he's baby bear, so he's he's a baby. So he's not quite that yet. Yeah, but is it like a? I've, are they trying to reference like that? Like is that his? Are they trying to say that about him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I, uh, I don't know if I get that. Fro row, nice. There's a, it's a lot of D race. There's a couple D race signs. I gotta say. I mean, people people are liking it. Personally, I could do without it. But that's not right. Sorry. Can't believe you don't support the fro. No. Uh, Goldilocks yelling at Abyss and Alex Shelley. Get him. Because this, they want the contracts. And I'll just give a shout out to Goldilocks, who is constantly sharing our posts over on her Twitter page. She has been a, a big supporter and friend of the show for, uh, what, two years? Since the beginning. Literally since the beginning. We were eight episodes in, not even. And uh, she was already a fan of what we're doing. So appreciate that. D-Ray is starting off with Abyss here. They have a history, Bob. They fought on Impact, and it didn't go very well for D-Ray 3000. No, it was a it was a quick loss. Look at Abyss went to slap him, and then he touches the fro. He's amazed by the fro, and he's got the comb. Abyss is he's uh, picking his hair, and he throws it down, and he gives him oh yeah back elbow instead. Do we really need that that kind of comedy? I don't think so. Are they kind of teasing, like, can Abyss pull off, like, comedy shit like that, or testing the waters? Yeah, I mean, they might I don't think it's, I don't think it's needed right now, but... I don't think they need to steer away from, like, the demonic, like, violent version of Abyss. Well, I think they sort of are it's, it's already... It's well, well, I mean, that's just, that's the move. Um... I sort of think they've already kind of like Abyss doesn't seem as scary to me right now because of who he's with. Sure. I mean, he's having dominant singles matches when he does like the swashes on impact and stuff, but like he's not, he's not like scary Abyss right now, really. Yeah. He's still a monster as his nickname. (laughs) We'll let you know, but Oh, wait, Goldilocks wants, it looks like she wants, yeah, look, tag him in. She wants Abyss to tag in uh, Baby Bear, Alex Shelley. Might as well. Oh, and then Mike Tanay's even saying what? So he can get all the glory? Yeah. And there we go. He tags himself. Abyss uh, is not thrilled about this. Uh, there are two guys that got indie notes here. D-Ray 3000. Back on July 25th, which was three days ago, he teamed up with Brad Martin in a losing effort against The Threat, which was Eddie Venom and Nate Madsen. And that was a match for the BCW Can-Am Tag Team Championships in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. And then the other one is uh, Alex Shelley. He had a a double shot for uh, Ring of Honor July 23rd. Actually, I lost to Doug Williams in a match for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship at Death Before Dishonor 2, Night 1. And then on Night 2 of the ROH, Death Before Dishonor, Alex Shelley defeated Jimmy Jacobs on July 24th in a grudge match. 
And that double shot was in Wisconsin and then in Chicago Ridge, Illinois. So that's the, you know, look at, look at this sitting on the apron back turn to Alex Shelley, who's got a headlock in on shark boy, but well, shark boy starting to break out of that. So it didn't go very well. Oh, nice break by shark boy. On baby bear. Can he get to D Ray? And will the fro be feared? I don't know, man. Probably not. <laughs> Abyss is not looking thrilled about this. We're at 24 minutes, 52 seconds, and Shelly is kind of begging for a tag, and Goldilocks is saying, tag him. This does it reluctantly, but he's got to do anything to please Goldilocks that he can. Uh, you know what? I think I might know the uh, like the end. Like, I think it, there's a way that they get out of this whole angle. What are you thinking? So, oh, it's just splash Shelly in the corner on accident there. Um, I'm thinking that Goldilocks will get some contracts. Almost, this almost got pinned on a drop kick there. Shark Boy putting D-Ray on top, and they both went for the pin. Double shoulder block off the middle ropes. D-Ray and Shark Boy are doing their best, like, rockers impersonation. Yeah. No, Abyss grabs both of them by the throat. He's yelling at him. Oh, they both they step on his toe. Yeah. Oh, Shark Boy gets pulled out, and D Ray gets hit with a black hole slam. One, two. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Uh, all right, so now Goldilocks has D Ray and Shark Boy's contract. So let's say she gets a couple more or something, even if it's just these two. I think Abyss might eventually turn on Goldilocks to free these guys. Oh. Look, Shelly oh, comes in. Look, Grizzly Bear Alex Shelly is the sign I see in the crowd there. Yeah. The crowd has zero reaction to this. Look, look how excited there. There's a contract right here. Look at Goldilocks is fucking ripping them off a clipboard. Woo! <laughs> okay, so Goldilocks has lots of contracts now. So what? She has Shelly. Let's say. Oh, what's this? What the heck? What the hell's Desire doing? Hey, wait. Doesn't she have her contract too? Does she have desires? I don't think so. No, she didn't. Oh boy, actually taking desire off by her hair. And here's Sunny Siaki. Oh, I see where this is going. Um, so she has Shark Boys, D Rays, Alex Shelley's, and Eric Watts is what I believe it is. Because as we said, she does not have Abyss. She's about to have Desire or Sunny Siaki's, I betcha. I mean, it looks like that's where they're gonna be going. Oh my god. Wait, Glenn Gilberti called. He's pulling into the asylum. David Young says, there's nothing you can say about Glenn Gilberti that I want to hear. I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him. Nothing. And Johnny Swinger's here with his coconut bra on. 
in the grass skirt. If I can't beat a referee, then I don't want to be here. He'll get a job at 7-Eleven pump grass or something. Gas or something, sorry. And there's Gilberti. Still on his leprechaun thing. Is he the only guy who answers his phone around here? As if he's like, I gotta call Scott Hudson. Oh, look, that's the gut checklist. We're both on it. How are we gonna do that, Glenn? They're giving posy advice outside, all the referees. Looks like a conspiracy against you, David. Do I look like an idiot as he's dressed as a leprechaun? Let's go to work. I think he looks like an idiot. We got another video package. Another video package, that's right. Yes, Gilberti was in Hawaii. Yeah, classic. You think Vito's going to help out David Young to beat Posey tonight or what? Oh, that's a good point. They did just show him in the video package there. Yeah, I'm mm. sure if Vito's associated with these guys, he's not going to want his guys losing to a referee. That's really interesting. Well, you know what? What's more embarrassing, losing to a referee or needing help to beat a referee? Yeah. Hmm. Might be on the same level. Zero eighty-seven. What a record. Me and Mike Posey, one-on-one. It's getting to a point where I don't even think I, if I was Dave Young, I don't think I'd, I would want to win. <laughs> wow. That's a fair point. One in 87. Yeah, what? That'd be stupid. Just go for 0 for 88. One, two, three, David Young says. That's right. Wow, wow. A guaranteed victory for David Young. Okay. Good you luck. say so. You say so, buddy. Uh, we're, uh, we have one hour, 23 minutes, and 32 seconds left in the show. Or 31 minutes, two seconds into the show. Mike Posey's coming out to the intro song. Which is a song that really pumps me up. So I'm really going for Posey here. <laughs> That's right, Mike Posey in his muscle referee shirt and shorts. And he's stretching on the top rope, and he's a short guy. I can't believe he can get his leg up that high. I cannot. Yeah, there's no way. Oh, he's starting a loser chant, which means this is like 1997. That's the type of insult you would hear. Bob, we were in Nashville. Let's not forget that. That's true. This is the kind of that's the kind of stuff they like, you know. No, I mean you're right. I mean, they're usually pretty old school. Like they hate when like heels cheat. They're like I can't believe he used to chain. I hate you. Right. 
But like in New York, people would be like, "Yeah, dude, use the chain, kill him." <laughs> Do it. We want blood. David Young chasing Mike Posey once again. This is kind of what I'm expecting out of this. Oh my god, he just threw Reed Charles into the corner. That's a ten thousand dollar fine. Roll up by Mike Posey. That's a, that's a two year contract right there. David Young having to pay that back. That's a good point. He's chasing him ringside. Just chase him around the ring. David Young's looking under the ring for something. He's like, no, I thought about that. I'm not going to do it. That's dangerous. I'm not going to do it. He's learned his lesson. Wait, he's going under a different part of the ring. He'd be on the other side. Oh, he's got a broom. Oh, my God, he's hitting him with the broom. He hit him in the butt a couple times in the back. If you notice, Rudy Charles is purposely not looking at that. He, like, oh. he's siding with Posey. He went to punch Posey against the post, and Posey ducked, so he punched the post. And now he's hitting him with the broom more. You'd think Sarah Lee is in this match, but no. She's at the ticket booth tonight. Rudy, turn your back. Yeah, see, he's like, wait, what's going on? That's so that is so bad, dude. And here's no, no, no. he's doing it, he's doing it on purpose. He's doing it to he's siding with Posey. I know it's silly. Okay. I thought maybe you were thinking like he At first I was like, wait, what? And then I no, it made sense. Because you could tell he's like I feel like the crowd was almost like getting his attention right. So he's like, What guys, what? Yeah, what? Is there somebody cheating? We were. Yo, Birdie took it out of his hand though, ringside, so Go get him, David Young. Get your first win. This match should not be over five minutes long. I mean, this match probably shouldn't be happening on pay-per-view. You know, there's that too, maybe. But you know what? It also hasn't really been a thing for Impact, so I guess... Well, that's true, too. I think that's something that we, we got to keep in mind. There's no tag partners. Thanks, Mike, today. We know what a singles match is. Tagging a sharp boy? Well, who knows what's going to happen. David Young didn't finish him off right there. Oh. Sit down powerbomb. Posey gets the rope. <laughs> Who would have thought? Referee no, has ring awareness, man. Here's the thing, though. Okay, if this was a match where Mike Posey was refereeing and he got power bombed, he he'd be stretchered out of the arena. <laughs> well, that's different because in this, he's you know he's he's prepared for a match, he's anticipating it. Yeah. Right when you're oh my god, Posey crossbody off the top. No, he missed. What the fuck? Gilberti just pushed him with the broom to like get him to roll back into the ring a little bit. Scoop and a slam. Very little effort on that. Yeah. Side. Well, Posey at this time probably weighs 95 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. And, and David, David Young just kind of plopped him over. Moonsault. Posey rolls out of the way. Oh, he's hyping up. DK Posey. How does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was like a leg layer that wasn't I, really executed well. No, that's what I thought it was too, but 
It turned into a more of like a Fez press, which whatever. He grabbed the broom from Gilberti again. Rudy, turn around. There, there you go. he goes, Sam. Yeah. He is. He's looking behind him like Gilberti. What are you doing? That's your cue. Slap Posey. He's holding his arms behind his back against the rope. Of course. Oh, Davey Young almost hit Gilberti, but he didn't. Gets drop kicked into Gilberti. Oh, shit. Mike Posey just pinned David Young. David Young, 0 88. <laughs> and as he said, if I can't beat a referee, I don't belong in TNA. Is he finally going to lose his job or what? Posey in the fucking crowd. Like he just won the Impact World title. Loser. I feel like it's even as a referee. I feel like it's not a big deal if the guy going into it that you're that you're fighting is zero for eighty seven. Loser. Gilberti is shook right now, dude. You're such a loser. You're in a leprechaun outfit, and but you're a loser. <laughs> Jesus. He's verbally abusing him. Gilbert don't care. He's shoving him. Oh! He's had enough. He's punching Gilberti. He's finally turned his back on his former mentor, his friend. What kind of mentor is this guy if you're over He's a confidant. But no. And here comes Swinger. Oh, shit. Oh, that. my God. They're trying to be like Swinger was like, yeah, David, go get him. And he's in a fucking hula skirt. And now he, <laughs> he's, so of course, he's going to turn on him inside with Gilberti. You Come on. Great. What is happening? Come on. Swerve, bro. Yeah, that was a good swerve. That's I definitely cool. didn't see that turn. Swerve and swerve and swerve. Who's going to say David Young? Pat Kenny? Oh, that might be it. That might be it. How about Mike Posey? I know I know. I just beat you, but... Just put the say. gut checklist into David Young's mouth. Well, nobody saved him. Maybe David Young has that heat. Wow. Scott Hudson with Goldilocks and the Baby Bear backstage. Congratulations are in order. You know what, Mr. Hudson? I didn't come here to shark about Shark Boy or D Ray. I have the desire to talk about somebody else. Hmm. Sounds more like a cheap designer imposter spray than a name. Oh, did... who set her up? Georgie Watts. Really? You may have unbedazzled me. 
She's with brain. She's rich. Me, you, anytime, any place. I'll put up the money and desire and Sunny Saki walk in. Sunny Saki's like, calm down, little girl. Our kids need the money. Goofy locks. You accept Kaki Saki? Oh, you're not going to wrestle the baby bear, though. Okay, so Sunny Saki's gonna wrestle Abyss. <laughs> Don't ever touch the suit. <sighs> so Siaki is gonna be wrestling Abyss. I'm assuming that will be next week, and I'm sure he's going to lose. Right. Okay, Bob, you're gonna talk us through this video package. I'm gonna pull uh, Bob, and I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, all right, well, Dallas is uh, probably going to be gone for the next hour and 13 minutes and 24 seconds because little does he know that when he comes back, I've got to pee as well. So we got a video package here for Raven and Sabu. Uh, this has been going on for several months now. At least it feels like it. Raven's got some mind games going on. There's been a mannequin hanging from the former Lollipop apartment, which would be the cage. And uh, Sabu has been very conflicted about whether or not he should wrestle Raven because he made a promise to the Sheik that he wouldn't do it. But promises are made to be broken. And he had a confrontation uh, several times with Raven. Didn't put his hands on him. But Raven has no problem hanging him. As in this video package, uh, we see Raven hanging Sabu from his like Raven's nest and then elbow dropping him through a table. Sabu has great patience to take such abuse and to then not physically attack Raven. Now, on Impact last week, uh, that changed because he did actually physically confront him. And here is footage of that where Raven would pie face him. By pie face, I mean slap him right across the face. Sabu then jumped off the railing and finally... Uh, struck Raven. They brawled for a few minutes until Ron Harris or Don Harris and the security guys came to ringside. At least I believe. Yeah, here they are. That's what they did. They broke it up. And here's that mannequin hanging in Lollipop's former apartment. Raven is calling has called Sabu a crybaby. And since the Sheik is no longer alive, that promise is voided. Raven wants a piece of him. And uh, we conclude that. Now we're going back to the arena or the fairgrounds. Mike Tenay is in the ring. And he's talking about Sabu turning the other cheek. There's a history between them, a loyalty to the Sheik. Sabu and Raven would never fight each other. Today, mentioning Sabu has accepted the challenge to wrestle Raven. <gasps> Next week, Sabu and Raven. Wow. This is big, a big deal. All right. So it's only taken like two months. Wow. For that match to happen. 
And I don't know about anybody else, but I thought I carried that uh, three minutes pretty damn well all by myself. Did I miss anything besides this announcement that I just walked in on? Uh, just the video package. Awesome. Highlighting the whole thing. So, and they just said that Sabu vows that this is the only meeting they'll ever have. I wonder if that's even true. Um, I know before I, they have, but I don't know about after. I don't know if that's accurate. You think they've wrestled since this? Yes. Within the next year. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe my, my memory is uh, not as... Against each other? I don't know for sure. I, I don't truly know. Uh, uh, Sabu, or sorry, uh, Jesus Christ. Raven is coming out through the crowd with a garbage can dressed like Sabu, and he's got something written on his chest. We'll see that in a second. I'm sure it says, like, die Sabu or something. Oh, he's got the spike. Look at the outfit he's in. This is wicked funny. I love how Tanae gets pissed. Oh, it does. Look at it. It does say die, Sabu. Sixteen years I've been a god in this sport. Uh, it looks like Raven and Sabu teamed up. Ah, that might be what I'm getting it confused with. After this time. Uh, I mean, I'm only looking at TNA, so I don't know. No, that's a good point, too. If it's elsewhere. What did he say? He didn't say homicide already. <laughs> He's a coward, so it doesn't matter. For 16 years, he's wanted to do this. You're going to try to make me do this on your terms next week? One time and one time only? I'm going to do it right now. We don't have time for this right now. We have an Ultimate X to get to. Yeah, no kidding. Wait. <laughs> You've been hiding in the showers. Uh, shadows. It could be in the showers. In the showers. This is your dead Jeez. uncles. My God. So all that outfit he's wearing was all of his dead uncles. And oh shit, he's got gasoline. How did he get all that? Oh no. Lay on fire. Is that a giant match? It is. It sure looks like it. He doesn't care about the sheet. Okay. So, I don't know how I didn't notice this before, but Raven and Sabu rustled kind of before this. This all this happened. In a singles match? No. Oh, well, let's in see. A in a triple threat, though. Doesn't Raven, count. Raven, Sabu, and Sandman. Doesn't count. Yeah, it does count. They barely touched each other. Oh, my That's God, a, dude. A body it bag. Was, it was a freaking... Oh, wait. It wasn't TLC match. It was a three-way match. But regardless. Uh, um, he's in the fuck? How he's, long has the body bag been on? There's somebody in there. There's someone inside this body bag. He just pulled out from under the ring. 
How long have they been under there for the whole time? For 48 minutes? You could suffocate. Oh, my guys, it's Sunday. Your little buddy. Oh, no. It is. Oh, my God. The duct taped mouth and hands. Oh, my God. Wait, he's throwing him in with the gasoline. He's dumping gasoline on him. Oh, he's going to burn him, too? Mike, today he's flipping. Oh, my God. He just talked into the match like it was the microphone, Bob. Yeah, I know. Holy shit. That's one of my favorite things I've ever... I remember seeing that when I was reviewing this. Oh, it's not just the matchstick. It's actually like a lighter. You press, and there's... The fire's out, Raven. Can you click it again so the fire you can see again? Oh, there it was. Okay. Keep eye on the ring. There's there is Sabu. Lights went out. What if Sabu pulled an Undertaker and he just sacrificed Sanjay Dutt like he did to Paul Bear? Wow, that would have been really great. I don't think it'd be great. It'd probably be pretty traumatizing. If you think about it, so they're saying like he you know he almost just destroyed the Sheik's ring gear. Well, it just had gasoline dumped on it, so I don't think it's in great shape anymore anyway. Who's yeah, that referee? Like, Who are these referees? They're probably NWA Wildside guys. Wait, all three referees in the ring we've never seen before. Yeah, because they're probably going to get their asses kicked. Well, and Sabu just have like three matches, so they probably need Rudy and Andrew Thomas. Yeah, that's probably true. Posey was just in a match, so he probably can't wrestle. Triple jump. Oh. Taking out security. Sabu is holding his mouth. He might have jacked up his fizz. I feel like he always breaks his jaw. Hey, Not man, that he broke his jaw. Sh- I heard himself. Get the fuck off of me. I just heard Sabu say that to the ref. You can't talk to him. So Raven just talk. All right, backstage okay, we're back. Natural. Tag champs. Looking at a phone. Three out of four times. So they beat them 75% of the time. America's Most Wanted, they're saying. Saying, so if we beat America's Most Wanted and they beat Triple X, what does that say about Triple X? They're laughing, basically being very confident that they're going to be able to beat Triple X tonight. They should be confident. I believe in them. That's Don Harris's phone. Give it back oh, to the rifle owner. I, w- I don't even want to know what... Oh, shit. What is that? Oh, Pat Kenny. He's got Trinity. Send your woman to do your dirty work. He's calling out Vito. She tried to attack him? Must have. Stop. You got to keep me down. This is mistake number two. Setting her to do your dirty work. That's how you Italians do it. Trinity, run. Now she can't. He let go of her. Yeah. Maybe she's going to join forces with him. Let's do it again. 
next week. Buck of the Irish weapons match. Buck of the Irish, what would that mean? I don't know. Enjoy that cannoli, you fat pig. Get out of here. And he pushed fucking oh, Trinity. Misses her. Okay, good. He doesn't want her around. I wouldn't want her around either. Um, for one, I would love a cannoli right now. And oh, that does sound good. That's not really good. It does. Where do you get your cannolis from? Man, I'll take any. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I do. I like a Wegmans cannoli. They're all good. They used to have them fresh. I don't think they do anymore. I saw them in the freezer section. Why is that? I'm sure you could order them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so Impact, Six Sides of Steel, Triple X, Earned Title Shot, and Natural Cockiness becomes Natural Confidence. Well, this is a big tag match. We are going to be almost at the hour into the show. We're at 53 minutes, 11 seconds. We have about an hour and a minute left, if you're Bob. An hour, a minute, and 14 seconds. X, 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 X. Triple X here. Could we see new champions ground tonight? I don't know, but I'm really liking Daniels' uh, jacket thing there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The following is rated Triple X. That's right. Say my name. Oh, speaking also of that Jeff Jarrett podcast, he said that Sonny Siak and Yuck Skipper probably should have been bigger stars than what they amounted to. Well, I'm glad that uh, we can all admit that now. I mean, we've been saying that, too, from like the beginning here. Well, Skipper kind of like grew out. I think Skipper grew on us. I mean, I like Skipper to begin with, but yeah, he's definitely even more. I mean, I like him even more. Um, the Naturals coming out here, they are wearing the same thing as they were backstage, but these look like new entrance vests for them. They do. They look like a, like a, I'll say like legit tag team now. I mean, they got matching gear, matching head, uh, like bandanas, matching vests. It looks really good. I like the look. Matching tag team championships. Matching tag team championships. Triple X, not matching, except they're both wearing red. You know, ugh, red, ugh. Everyone was red, but not the Naturals. They were wearing pink. Red and black, baby. Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. You might end up in a body bag. Just like Sanjay Dutt. Just like Sanjay Dutt, who almost also got lit on fire. Right. He must have turned his back on the wolf pack. Okay, Skipper, or sorry, Primetime. I think we're still calling him just Primetime. I don't even know anymore. Uh, and Chase Stevens locking up here. Is Chase Stevens still active? I think he is, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it looks like he is. 2022. Yeah. Looks uh, like he most he's... recently wrestled in the CCW and BEW, hmm. which are one of those is in Nashville, the CCW. He is was the uh, international champion of that company, and he defeated Damian Wayne in a 21-minute match. He also teamed up with Loki uh, to fight the factory. Rick Aldridge and Nick Camarado. 
where? In BEW in uh, in Alabama. In a mall. In a mall. The mall. British Empire Wrestling, North America. That's the promotion. That was the main event of that show. Good for Looks like he wrestles a lot. I'm going to say CCW may be his home promotion these days I, in Nashville. I'm sure it is. I, he, he's a Nashville guy. Oh, oh. Skipper. Wow, one for Douglas, too. Maybe it's going to be Chase Stevens as the mystery partner, Bob. We were talking about that off air. Hmm. Oh. Oh. That'd be really cool, actually. I doubt it, though. Me, too. Okay. And a double hip toss by Triple you know who I could? You know who I could see it being? Who's that? Chris Rodaniel. Oh, shit. Oh, you might be right about that one. Could be. Heel kick by Daniels. Or maybe it could be AJ Styles. Look, in 2020, I didn't even realize this, Chase Stevens wrestled on Impact Wrestling again. Why do I not remember this? Oh, wait, yes, I do. I do remember this, actually. Because uh, Hernandez and him had a match on a one-night only. Oh, does that, so it wasn't on, like, the TV show. Oh, no, it was. He also oh. had a match on TV against Moose and Rohit Raju, and he lost both of those. Does it tell you the time on the Moose match? Yes. What is it, like a minute 15? What the fuck? It's a minute 16. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the heck? Skipper just scoop slammed Daniels onto Andy Douglas. He did also wrestle in uh, IWA Mid South as well in 2019. I'm wondering if he got paid oh. at that show or not. Probably not. Probably not. It's fucking misty. And Jay Stevens puts the knee up as Daniels went for a uh, going off the ropes there, and then he just slapped him off the apron. Assisted elbow drop. Uh, there is one indie note for this match. Christopher Daniels on July 24th, he defeated Jerry Lynn for FIP Stars, Stripes, and Slams 2004 in Arcadia, Florida. Uh, and I guess there's another one. July 25th, he was uh, as Curry Man. He defeated El Samurai at a New Japan Pro Wrestling USA Fighting Spirit TV taping in Santa Monica, California. Well, look at that. Wow, and uh, looking at future matches here, it looks like Daniels doesn't have another indie note until the middle of August. Oh, wow. So, bookings are drying up a little bit. Very interesting. I wonder why that is. Probably because Cage Match doesn't have the information. Well, that could very well be it. <laughs> I'm thinking. One, two. Why is my phone going off? Oh. Look at his fucking skipper getting stretched. Oh, nice drop kick by Chase Stevens. 
And Douglas and Chase Stevens seem to have the control here in this match so far. And that's right, Natchel's pulling Skipper or Primetime over to the corner, drilling in some punches in the lower back. Nice chin lock. Andrew Thomas is like, guys, can we please stop this? The answer is no. He's choking him out. Oh my God, he's choking him with the tag rope. And then Chase Stevens comes in with a kick. Oh my God. Brutal. These guys are absolutely brutal. It's picking up Scoop. And what are you doing here? Dropping him down right on his knee. Goes for a cover. You can't keep Elix Skipper down on a backbreaker. No, you cannot. He was just getting choked with the tag rope, though. That almost got him to stay down. Sure it did. Oh, high knee by Andy Douglas. Prime time. Does this guy is... think he is Triple H? Oh, that's a good point. Hey, come on, man. Come on. Come on. Hey, rap, rap. Come on, rap. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on, ref. Come on. He's choking him over the ropes. Come on. What's going on? He's going to let him do this, ref. Come on. Are you serious? He's, he's being suplex. Suplex. We're doing a suplex. Good point by Don West. He's a analysis man. He knows how to do it. Stretching prime time out again, dude. The arms, he's breaking out. He's too freaking strong, dude. He's ripped. You can't just pull this dude's arms behind him. This isn't 2000 anymore, okay? Maybe in 2000 when he was, you know, a little scrawny, it would have worked. But he's got, he's got muscles now, man. That's right. He's been taking the supplements that have been left by the doctor. He's getting shredded. So don't get it twisted. You ain't no champ. He's choking primetime, yelling in his face. Freaking brutal, man. This is freaking brutal. This has been intense. Tilt to world. Oh, we're going for the natural disaster. Nope. Not if Daniels has anything to say about that. Makes the save. Andrew Thomas literally not doing his job. He's trying really hard to like not do it correctly. And honestly, he's doing a great job at it. Right. Couple illegal moves here. But we still have two massive matches to after this that I can't freaking wait for. Yeah, I wonder if that's kind of like the vic like that's kind of making this match seem uh, not as like important. 
because like we know what's coming up next you know what i mean i sort of am feeling the same way um because i'm excited about this match but i think the other two are kind of overshadow it we've also been doing a lot of slow work on skipper um now we're stretching them out again in a different way. Um, so we're doing lots of this kind of stuff. It's fine. Yeah, it's been like a, a formula match, really. Yeah. And look at look at him pulling the arm of Andy Douglas, Chase Stevens, to stretch him even further. And Andrew Thomas is like, what do you mean? What's going on? What? And then Andy Douglas dropped an elbow. And Thomas is like, come on, man. What are you going to do? You're going to tap out or what? Are you going to give up? Do you think you guys can win the titles? You guys are getting uh, close on your time here, just so you guys know. And here's the blade. And uh, we're going to be going, uh, lights are going to be out, and Loki's going to come out in a second. I wish, man. Well, Skipper broke out of that one. But he's down, and he's not even close to Christopher Daniels. At least not yet. It's not yet. Come on, prime time. Make the tag, you coward. Here he is. Chase Stevens in. Daniels is in. Slingshot kick. Oh, tilt a while back. Breaker. Grabs Andy Douglas. Irish whip. Oh, no, it gets countered. Comes back. Up and over. Clothesline. Come on. Fall angel. And he slams down Chase Stevens. Best moonsault ever. Best moonsault ever. Hits it. Andy Douglas breaks that up just in time. Almost didn't do it. Vertical suplex cross body combo. Oh, oh. Douglas pretty much missed uh, pulling out the referee. Mm -hmm. So that's all right. Don't skip her sneaking in the ring behind him, though. Clotheslines Chase Stevens to the floor. Oh, corkscrew. Uh, cross body, twisting cross body. But Andy Douglas in the ring with Christopher Daniels. He's calling for something. What's he doing? Angels wings? No. Back trap. By Daniels to get out of it. And Seguri. Oh, kick to the head. He's calling for Angels wings now. He hooks the arms. What's this? Scott Demore? You son of a bitch. Oh, no. The natural disaster? Oh, shit. Oh, is that going to be it? Whoa. I think that was a little disappointing. Yeah, I kind of think so as well. Why, was. De Why is DeMore getting involved? What does he have to do with this? I don't know, man. Oh. We're calling oh, out Team Canada. Uh, you know what, dude? We're going to get an AMW Triple X teaming up to take on uh, Team Canada. Yeah, I think so. 
Because here they are, beating up Triple X. And guess who's probably going to come out and save them? Probably America's Most Wanted. Demore just hits Skipper right on the lower midsection with the hockey stick. That's just not right. No, this isn't right. This is rude. Look at him wearing the hat. James Storm has to have the cowboy hat on for the run, of course. You know. Uh-oh. Whoa, 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 Scott Demore. That's Rose. So they're saying, Demore, your days are numbered. Naturals, we're going to get back our NWA World Tag Team titles. We are the best. Primetime has had enough. Chris, I got this. Week in and week out. Y'all claim that you're the best tag team in TNA. Meanwhile, four matches to one. Even the Naturals got you guys two to one. You ain't all that. <laughs> Saying they used to see three of them, but now he only sees two of them. Oh, Skipper pushed him. Oh, wow, okay. We're kind of a little, little argument here, bud. Oh, yeah, boy. I thought they were all friendly. Me too, but Skipper's sick of hearing them say that they're the best. Set them off. And Scott Hudson back here with the alpha male, Monty Brown. Gonna look up and down now. He's not as dumb as you looked, Scott. <laughs> so Jeff Jarrett keep doing this, running from the alpha male. Oh my god, his gum just fell out of his mouth. Hardy, I told you before, the Serengeti is a very dangerous place. You should have stayed in North Carolina on your little mini bike. It would have been safer on your half pipe with your little boys doing 720s and rail riders. Tonight, Scott. Jeff Jarrett, I will go through everyone here. All shall fall to the alpha male. The Carnivore Tour, 2004. Just Alice Raven, AMW. The list will go on and on. From the truth killings. He's going to do He's going to take out everyone. Wow. So Ron's going to be killed and mangled by the alpha male. That's pretty extreme. Yeah, it is. Oh. Here comes killings. I'm getting sick and tired of my name being called out. I'm getting sick of you coming in on the alpha male's interview time, chump. 
Oh, shit. What a oh, stupid right hand by Mountain Brown. Well, don't worry. Uh, three Life Crew and the Black Shirt Security immediately trying to break these two up. Wow. Okay. Another video package of Hardy signing his contract. I mean, if you were to add up all the video package time, my five minutes and 30 seconds is probably pretty close. It's probably over that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably That's right. Well, this is a pretty big match. Jeff Hardy's second match ever in TNA. It's about to happen. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, dude, music's making me freaking pumped right now. Is pumping. There's one pounds away. The pounds. Period. Period. Can TNA's newest superstar stop the winning streak of the alpha male? I mean, I really, I don't think I would do it. I don't think I'd have Jeff Hardy win. I think he's going to. I mean, I don't think I'd do it. I, I think I agree with you. Yeah, I also think he's going to, but I don't think I, I don't think I'd put him in this spot. <clears throat> At least right now. It just sucks because you're you're literally like you're you're booking yourself into a bad spot because Monty Brown, you've been building up, and now you know Jeff Hardy's like here, so now you're like immediately putting him in that spot instead. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Hey, smelling the camera. Only one pounds away. He smells his prey. Leaving his freaking scent on the rope. Do you see that? Wiping his scent down, dude. The charismatic enigma. Jeff Hardy. Wait, is he? Oh, he's out there, but the lights aren't really on. You can't. There he is. Can't see shit. Yeah, so what an entrance. It's very dark and we cannot see him. Yeah, the crowd's like screeching for him. We get it. The ladies <laughs> like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Turn the lights on. Are there is he are there any words to the song? There is, but not on this particular um rendition of it. In fact, in his other match, they did have the words. So this one not having him is really interesting. Oh, he's got cool like face paint on. He's got, like blue across the top part of his face. 
His look is way cooler here than in his first match. Yeah, his first match was what? He was like in a t-shirt, wasn't he? It was like a tank top, just plain. But like, he just, and then even his other appearances, it's like, he had like a visor on. Like this shirt is like really cool. It's got, he's got his arm, his, you know, his signature like arm things underneath, but he's got a sheer shirt on, blue face paint on like the top of his head. And boom, locked up. One hour, 16 minutes, 25 seconds. And we have 38 minutes left in the show, right on the dot. Monty Brown showcased his power advantage by just shoving Jeff Hardy into the corner. But that's just going to lead to another lockup. That's right. And another shove down the mat. Monty Brown is bigger. He is. He's very strong, but he's never won a Super Bowl via Dash Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) He's been to at least one. He didn't win it. Unless he was in one. I mean, that's kind of that's more than most people. He might have, been in more. He might have because he played for the Patriots and Bills, and I know. I mean, the Bills went to four straight, so he, he. I don't think he went to four of them. I don't know if I knew he played for the Bills too. He played like for the Bills from '93 to '95. Why so. would I know? <laughs> There's that, and he played for the Patriots in '96, so he went to at least. Two, right? Bob, I, you're the football guy here, not me. Hardy is like flexing and like really, uh, he took a sh- one shirt off. The alpha male and Hardy staring down. Hardy not backing down. Oh, grabs the legs. Okay, so oh. this is insane. I didn't know this about Monty Brown. Okay. So. He only played two games for the Patriots. He did play in one Super Bowl for the Bills in 94, and, of course, they lost. Then the next year, he signed with the Patriots. And in just two games, he had 23 tackles. That's insane. That's good? That's not, Yeah, that's insane. DDT and by that, Hardy. So one of the main reasons for him signing with the Patriots was to be closer to the World Wrestling Federation headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. Whoa! He stopped playing football due to an ankle injury and decided to train as a pro wrestler, as he does a double underhook overhead. What, so what What year was it when he was with the Patriots? 96. Okay, so... <laughs> For two games. Can we just pretend, in 1996, if rookie uh, Mondi Brown... Made his debut in the WWF. I think my, like, this is obviously fantasy booking and, and was never going to happen, but if he was part of the Nation of Domination as, like, the muscle, and they told him, oh, hey, okay, just, okay. just pounce guys for, like, a year. I'd be like, okay. I, I literally can't see him in the WWF at the time. Like, I just, like, I can't see that. I could see him doing the Nation of Domination thing in 97. I don't know if I can. I could. Back suplex by Monty Brown. If this is a match where Monty Brown has like 90% of the offense and then he loses to a twist of fate, I'm going to flip over my table. Oh, my God. Another back suplex. 
Uh, I so I wanted to look up for reference. So at this time of this match, he's only thirty-four. Another back suplex. Three back suplexes right on the back. He's focused on Hardy's back, according to Mike Timmel. And if he made his debut in nineteen ninety-six in WWF, he would have been twenty-six years old. I would have done it. That's pretty crazy. I would have gave him a Mark Henry contract. The Mark Henry contract. <laughs> How about a quarter of a million for 10 years? For 10 years. Jesus. You know he would do it. 26 years old and you're getting that type of money to be a wrestler that you have no experience in? He's doing, he's taking that deal. Working on the arm of Hardy here. Maybe, maybe the mystery person is Monty Brown. Could you imagine? I'd shit my pants. I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do. Doing a crossface on Hardy now. You think they're just gonna like do like a a. a I don't know. I just don't know if Hardy's going to win clean. Let's put it that way. If Hardy's winning, I don't think it's going to be clean. Um, I feel like that interaction with Ron Killings kind of made it kind of teased that uh, Ron might get involved in this. I think that's a, that's a really great point. Hardy fighting for his life in an STF that isn't necessarily performed very well. No, but that's okay. It's in. Kind of. He got to the ropes. Jeff Hardy's life is still intact. Lamani still, he is focusing heavily on the lower back. Which right. should stop the Swanton bomb. That's a good point. Oh, he's going to go for the Alpha bomb. Is he going to hit it? He's got him up. Hardy. Oh, he's breaking out. Just drop him. Nope. Hurricane Rama. Damn it, Jeff. Gets his feet up as Monty runs toward him. And... Clothesline off the middle rope. Goes for a cover. One, two. You've barely hit any moves on him, Jeff. Come on. You can't go for a cover yet. Irish whip by Mountie. Misses a clothesline. Catches him in fallaway slam. Oh. Nope. Alpha bomb. Alpha Got bomb. Got it. But he can't cover him, dude. He's too tired. That was exhausting. I mean, when you got to catch a guy and then powerbomb him down. I mean, yeah, it all makes sense here, but. I mean, I would pass out, but I'm also not like an, I'm not an athlete, so. That's to be expected from me. 
this collapse. And then one swanton away. One pounce away, one swanton away. This is anyone's game still. Oh, he's calling for the pounce. Oh. Oh, Hardy, twist of fate. Oh, no. Oh, Mario Brown got up. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit, he was what up. A horrible he... sell. Fucking... Oh. He's coming out. It's Jeff. And he hit a guitar, but look at... He just pulled Monty Brown out of the way. Oh, Mario Brown didn't want that. Look, he's yelling at him. You get in my way? He just pushed Jeff. No, mind you, he didn't punch him or nothing. If I'm going to lose, I want to lose the right way. That's what he just told him. Come for a pounce again, I think. Off the rope. No. Oh, shit. Hardy ducked and Brown went off the rope. Roll up. Fucking A. I would have rather he lost to the Swanton. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we... I don't know how that was a better finish than what they could have done for... Jarrett just stepped in the ring with Hardy. See, now this just makes no sense to me. If I'm Jeff Jarrett, and I'm looking at a guy like Monty Brown, and then I'm looking at a guy like Jeff Hardy, I am far more terrified. Oh, Hardy and Jeff Monty going right Brown. at it. But I guess, like, why is he scared of Jeff Hardy? I don't understand. Bigger star than he is. I don't know. <laughs> Look at Hardy playing the guitar. He ain't gonna hit him. Oh, fuck a pounce. Pounce. Triple threat. Jarrett pulling Monty off him now. Now, if you notice, the only contact that Monty and Jeff have had was Monty pushing Jeff Jarrett. That's it. That's true. BG James, uh, Ron Killings, and Conan all just ran out to save Hardy, it looks like. And fucking Don Harris. Because Don Harris tries to get as much camera time as fucking possible. He's the Jimmy Hart of TNA. Just got to get that push. Oh, here comes Dusty. Hey, baby. Baby, we're going to go with triple, triple threat, baby. Tag team match, player. Hello. <laughs> You're going two on two with The Undertaker. Dusty's got the mic, because remember, he's got to cut the promos for Hardy, remember? We talked about right. that on our last episode. Jeff Hardy! So Jeff is the next NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Put it this way. There's been a lot of people who haven't beat Jeff Jarrett who should have by now, so I don't really think Jeff Hardy's going to either. You don't what? I don't think Jeff Hardy's going to beat him either. Jarrett needs to be lose to someone who he knows that he's just going to win it back from again, and I don't think that's Jeff Hardy. I agree with that. And the crazy thing is eventually we are going to get to a time where Jeff Jarrett never wins the title again. And I don't know when that exactly is going to be, but... Wait a second. What the fuck? Dusty's going nuts on Vince Russo Why right is now. he so mad? <laughs> I've never seen Dusty that mad before. You can't do that. Oh, Lord. 
Talk about the problems with Dustin Russo. That's right. And that. What in the fuck? Okay, so we're backstage with Frankie Kazarian, Michael Shane, and Tracy. I think that Michael Shane borrowed that top from Tracy. <laughs> I hate that, dude. I hate that. It's like a little vest, and it's sparkly, and it just does not look like Michael Shane. And Kazarian's wearing like a trench coat, which I also don't really think fits him very well. The green they're wearing, though, is really nice. The only thing that matters to us is taking that belt from around your waist. Because oh, he almost lost what he was going to say, I think. Yeah, he... Yeah, it, it sounded like as if he didn't know, like, what the whole purpose... Look at the guy st- sitting on top of this thing. Did you see that? They're putting the belt up. Which I don't like when they show us that usually, but whatever. And uh, we're over with uh, Mike Tanay and Don West here. Let's hear what's up next for us. Academy at the Asylum coming soon. Somebody's got a sign about the classic remastered Megadeth in stores now. Jeez. Frankie is good. I like that sign. <laughs> Impact. Two days, guys. We're covering this show that they're about to mention. Oh, so I, I have I have a question, Dal. Jeff Hammond is going to be sitting down with Monty Brown. Okay. I hope what? I hope uh, he gets pounds. Jeff Hardy Impact debut. Okay, and next Wednesday, a night of revenge. That's what it's labeled. Special luck of the Irish weapons match. But down there's more. Oh, yeah, Sonny Siaki. He's going to be facing Abyss for that contract versus money with Goldilocks. Oh, here we go. AMW, Team Canada, leather strap. Next Wednesday. Country weapon tag match, AMW versus Team Canada. And that's right. Did he just say first time in over a decade? They're going to meet in the ring. Saboon Raven. First singles match ever. Someone's doing horns on tonight. I'm going to look it up and see if they've ever had another singles match. Because like the way they're wording it is just so weird to me. Oh, Dusty's yelling in at Vince Russo. We're backstage. He took off his hat. What you're telling me? You sent me to North Carolina. I brought him back for you. Take your goddamn hands off me. Dude, this is, like, legit. I gave him my word. Dusty just keeps yelling. Oh, my God. He's throwing... What is going on with Dusty right now, dude? Dusty's basically pissed because he's breaking his word because of what Russo is doing, and we don't quite know what that is yet. I feel like it's saying like he's not going to get a title match. Yeah, I kind of think that means that Jeff Hardy did not actually earn a title match. Wow. Okay, well, we're getting our final, I'm assuming our final video package of the night. Heading into Ultimate X, we're at an hour, 31 minutes, 50 seconds.
so that was my question that I didn't mean to ask you is um, if are we are we changing our recording date every time that like impact changes dates like days of the week? I don't know. Um, I think that's why is that going to start happening a lot or coming soon? Well, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I know eventually, obviously, it changes. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, I think it's kind of hard to say. I guess it depends how crazy. I mean, if it's going to be getting like bad, because um, currently we just switched. Uh, we switched our days, as our listeners know, and we released the episodes on the same day that they, you know, eighteen years later. That's kind of like our thing. Uh, so, I mean, potentially, uh, but I think it, I think it depends. And I mean, you know, once again, this shit happened 20 years ago, but um, once eventually there's uh, like pay-per-view. So, okay, we all know, right? Uh, soon, soon the weeklies are, it's going to end. The assignment years will eventually end, right? Uh, and we're going to be on just impact. So we'll be back down to an episode a week, just like we used to be doing. And eventually when there's a, a pay-per-view, you guys will probably get two a week. Because it'll be the pay per view in that, uh, so I think it, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit fluid, um, but it's kind of just gonna it'll it'll evolve. We'll see what happens. Video package is done. Getting a shot of that belt hanging up on that structure. Some dude was literally sitting on top of that, which would have terrified me. I think today just said that TNA and Dusty Rose apologized for Dusty's behavior. Oh my god, that's kind of that was really nuts. That is I would like Dusty like that though, like being really passionate. Oh yeah, he was like, screaming. He was pissed. I wonder if um, does Dusty not have the power to give title matches like that's that? That's what I bet you it is. It's got it. Uh, so we're getting our taglines here: Challengers have experience, edge, and more. AJ's proving ground and the ultimate innovation of the Ultimate X here. Um, yeah, dude, that's a really great point. But we're teasing this championship committee thing anyways, and we heard the rumor uh, on our last episode that Dusty was going to be involved in that. And if, if they've already talked about the championship committee in general, and Dusty's potentially involved in it, how does he not have power? I, I don't know. Yes. Here comes Michael Shane with Tracy. Dude, I fucking hate that vest. That is so bad. It's, yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't mind it. He wants entrance gear, but like not that. <laughs> Do a regular vest. <laughs> he got that from Tracy. Tracy was like, "Michael, I got this. You got look like just like your. Control. You look like your cousin Sean." Kazarian oh, <laughs> with this neutron. And then this dude, I want to wear a trench coat. Long sleeves and everything. Like, just doesn't... At least his has some good graphics on it. The coolest written on the back. And there it is. Frankie is the coolest. He's the coolest guy in the world. And here comes our champion. He better be wearing lime green as well. I'm just saying. I want everyone wearing lime green in this match. 
No, he's not. He's wearing black. I drove 15 hours to see AJ Styles. That's Damn. unfortunate. Why the hell would you do that? Because TNA is the hottest company in 2004. Yeah, here. the amount yeah. of money. If you're driving 15 hours, okay, and then Welcome we're to assuming, the House of Styles. Then we're assuming that you paid for your ticket. Well, let's not assume that. Hey, you just made me remember. I never gave you the fucking amount of people in the building, guys. Better late than never. Bob, how many people do you think as I pull it up? 1,100. Okay, one second. That's a bit. The bad thing is I had this pull up. Uh, You're close, but we are at 1,200. Uh, I'll just do AJ's Indian notes. One match. July 25th. In England, he lost to England. James Tiggy for FWA Vendetta. This is the coolest Kazarian. I don't know who that is. James Tiggy. That's weird. He's only 40. How old the hell? What the hell? How is he only 40? He doesn't wrestle anymore. All right, all the next four. Can Michael Shane win his second Ultimate X? Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. I just saw a sign that said, Tracy, will you marry me? Um, sorry, sorry, man. She's taken. She's taken by the coolest. And I'm not, and... Talking, about, I'm not talking about just incredible. I'm talking about Frank Gazarian. <clears throat> That's not just the coolest. Hey, that's not just the best. That's just incredible. Hey, remember when uh, Justin Incredible was in TNA for like three and a half weeks? Yeah, of course. How could I forget? Thanks. Reigning defending X Division champion of the world. I think like this is going to be a shorter Ultimate X than the other ones because we have uh, just over 16 minutes left in the show. That does feel a little bit short. It's, I feel like the, the intro leading up to it, it was kind of taking a little bit longer than it normally does. Yeah, I, I still don't know why they do that. I don't know, man. Bell has rung hour, 38 minutes, 42 seconds. Because, like, WWE doesn't do that, right? They just, like... No, I don't think they really ever do that. But Kazarian's fucking booking it, dude. Oh, my God. He's about oh to God. win the title. Okay, he just barely got pulled down. Title's bouncing around like crazy. Hopefully he doesn't fall. I think they finally figured that out, though. I think we're good on that. And here goes Michael Shane. Now, mind you, Shane and Kazarian are... It's essentially a handicap Ultimate X match, really. Well, it's a handicap until one of them probably has to win. Right. So I think that's important to know. And look at that. Kazarian just got fucking popped up into Michael Shane. Shane dropped down from the cables. That's kind of funny. He, like, accidentally speared him. Yeah, that's good. Styles takes out Kazarian with like a forearm off the top rope. He jumped over Shane. Now AJ's not selling his like knee injury at all. No. Because remember that was a thing. That's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't he even do it. 
because realistically, Silas probably shouldn't be 100% from that, right? If he's really injured. So he climbs up on the That's cable, fine. so we'll say, right? Now, if he falls, you'd think he'd blow out his knee and he's fucked. If he gets taken down here. Okay. Hurricane Rana, though, on Michael Shane. Nice. But if he dropped on his leg, he should blow out his knee. Call it a day. That's what I would have to think. Styles climbing up again. Let's see what's going to happen here. Oh. Oh, shit. He kicked Kazarian in the head. Face. I can tell you right now, I could never do this. I have no upper body strength. I could definitely oh, not work on the cables. Oh, Styles pulling himself all the way up. Oh, my God. Kazarian. Oh. <laughs> Kazarian drop kicked the legs of Styles, knock him off the top of the cables. Did you, in gym class, did you ever have to do, like, the pull-ups? I couldn't even do one, bro. Well, here's the thing. So, like, I purposely didn't go to gym class on that day to do that. That's wicked I like, funny. I don't want to do it. And then the next gym class I go, and they're like, okay, if you weren't here to do that, you got to do it today. And I was like, uh, fuck. I right? think I could do. Like, I couldn't do any of them. So I told the guy, I was like, listen, I can't do one. I know I can't. And he's like, well, you got to try it. And so, like, it was just embarrassing. Like, I, bro, I right. had no upper body strength, and I couldn't do one. I think that I can do – I'm trying to think if I can do a couple now. I might be able to do now, maybe a couple. There's no but, way. And I only know that from, like, going to a playground and, like, let me, let me try out these monkey bars. And like, There's no way. I hurt myself on the monkey bars. Basement drop kick on AJ Styles. How did you hurt yourself on the monkey bars? Because I my I don't have like nice shoulder muscles, right? So when you're going like this, it's like pulling my body too much, and I'm like, Bleh. I'll show you sometime. I remember I did one of the monkey bars as a kid, and I got like the worst blisters. In my yeah, life. yeah. And it was like instant though. Like it just shredded my hands. It's that metal, like, bro. I was screaming. I was like, oh my god, I'm bleeding. Can indie shows start doing Ultimate X matches? No way. Stop. You think, wanna... set, you think set up a cage takes forever? Just imagine them set up an Ultimate X. The crazy thing is I... When you look at it, it's, like, not super complex. They obviously, like, fucking strapped that shit real good down to the post, but... Yeah. I mean, it's essentially some extra ring ropes taped together, and, like, the turnbuckle thing that holds the ropes are just attached to the the metal yeah essential i mean from visually that's what it looks like it'd probably be safer than half the cages i mean we've seen some cage, like the last cage match we saw bob excite that thing was like guys i don't think the door is on yeah it was held together by like zip ties dude it was really bad did you just hit him with the belt what did you hit him with Oh, just his hand? I thought yeah, he I think it was his hand, yeah. Dude, look at that. Dude, oh yeah, high fives and stuff. Woo, yeah, cool guys. Put the That's tag right. titles out these guys. Dude, okay, I actually love that idea. Let's do it. <laughs> what are we doing? That's a good who idea. Cares, who cares about fucking the natural? Put the titles on Shane and Kazarian. Oh no, Michael Shane accidentally hit Kazarian. Tracy is shook. Michael Shane's devastated. What if Michael Shane appeared on, like, AEW Dark? Dude, that'd be freaking nuts. Russell and Kazarian. 
I'd be like, oh my god. So I feel like they, I feel like they're probably still friends, right? I would, I would, wouldn't be surprised because Michael Shane doesn't wrestle at all anymore, right? He's like done. He's been done for a while. Oh, AJ Springboard reverse DDT. Oh. Well, yep, reverse and a regular DDT. Look at this. AJ Styles cannot be stopped. Hold up. Hold up. Michael Shane wrestled in Global Force? Yeah, but how? that was a lot. That was still a while ago. 2015, but. And it's one match, but what the fuck? Who did he fight? Brian Myers? No, he defeated Kevin Matthews and Mark Sterling. Wow. And it's not one of the pay-per-view ones. It's one of the tours at, like, one of the baseball fields. So oh, we'll, like, so never see it. That. Yeah, no. And, of course, he was under the Matt Bentley name. Right. Insecurity by Styles to Michael Shane. That sucks. We won't even be able to see the... Wait a second. He also returned... Why don't I not remember this? He returned to Impact Wrestling in 2011 for a match, and then again in 2013. I feel like he stopped wrestling to be like a musician, right? Or something. He had a band. I have no clue. I thought that was kind of the case. Oh my god! Oh my god! Big dive by Kazarian. I or sorry by AJ Styles onto Kazarian, who I think just got his nuts squished by the way that he just landed. Yeah. But it's important that AJ didn't hit his uh, leg down on guard railing. There you go. See? Did you see that? He's done. He he picked the side that did not have. We got eight and a half minutes roughly left here. AJ starting to climb the structure. Michael Shane is stopping him with punches to the ribs. Uh, Yes, he temporarily left wrestling to create a band. They're called Lost in Chaos. With his friends, and they, at least at the time of this writing, were located in Orlando. Look at them fighting up on the uh, scaffold part here, and Michael Shane knocked off the top. AJ Styles. Yeah, Michael Shane's going to stop him probably pretty easily here. He's swinging him like he's an Olympian. Oh, oh and he dropped over the top of That probably didn't feel good. Come on, Michael Shane. I think I'm rooting for Michael Shane to win this. I'd be cool with that. Oh, AJ's blocking. Oh, he's going to go for a style sketch on the floor? Oh, Oh, no. He just swung Michael Shane in the railing and then into the ring steps. Okay, well. Here goes Michael Shane probably winning. Yes. He's probably going to sell that for a while. Get up! Styles. Oh, springing up to the rope. Cable, but he missed. Slip? 
he missed, but Kazarian had his hand on the belt, but he just knocked Kazarian down. Did he purposely like slip off of that, or did he just? I'm nice. sort of, I'm sort of thinking that was uh, on purpose. Yeah, it might have been more dramatic effect of like, oh my god, he fell and Kazarian's climbing up still. So they're saying the sweat from the wrestlers make those ring ropes sweaty, colliding in the middle crossbody. He slips off the ropes in the air, like above the ring. What wrestlers are bouncing off those? Dude, the sweat, man. But, like, no one in the show was using those ropes. The sweat, Bob. (laughs) Right. Who is going to win this Ultimate X match? Not Michael Shane, because he's unconscious. One hour, 48 minutes, 50 seconds. We're in the final countdown of the show. Oh, Oh, he misses a dropkick. Pop up. Hurricane Rana. Kip up Hurricane Rana. Same thing. Oh, Michael Shane knocked off. Oh, Oh, he busted wide open again. Holy shit. He wasn't the first one. Damn it. Oh, neck breaker out of a vertical suplex. Look at Tracy trying to like get the hair out of his face. Nice. Michael Shane not even realizing where he's at. AJ going to the top. Is he gonna start climbing? I feel he's gonna have to hit Frankie because like Frankie's already getting up. Styles climbing across the cables. Here comes Kazarian. Jumps up, grabs him in a power bomb. Come on, Michael Shane. Wake up and go for that belt. I mean, I'm going to be shocked if Styles doesn't win, but I think Michael Shane's like kind of the, the my pick as well. If like Styles isn't going to win, I wonder what you do with Styles though, because like he's not going to go after Jared or anybody. So Kazarian's going backwards on the cable. Styles just jumped up frontwards, and now they're kicking each other. Oh, Kazarian jumps up with his legs. He's getting kicked again. He just fell back. He's holding on with his legs. Oh, leg. no. Dude. He's going to hit the Styles Clash? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He just hit him with a Styles Clash off the cables. Holy shit. Are we serious? Look at, look at. Dude. Okay, that is not a, a spot I would have ever guessed was about to happen in this match. What? Here comes Michael Shane. All right, I think I'm going for AJ. Come on, AJ. <laughs> no, yeah, we changed your mind. That was pretty cool, he AJ. You switched, AJ. Oh, oh super kick oh right to the God. Wow. Did you see how perfectly he hit him on the yeah, face? Yeah, he did, right on the face. They're all down right now. Everyone's down. We have minutes left in this show. I think we're going to go off the air, and then they're going to have to do it on impact. Yeah, okay. Oh! Oh, God, he hit him so good in the middle of the face. 
crazy. It was such a good super kick. They had to show a replay because he literally super kicked him in the middle of the fucking face. Yeah. Michael Shane looking like he's about to try climbing some cables. Here he goes, Michael Shane. Can oh. you get it? That was grabbed him though. Grab the title. Grab the title. Oh. Ah, oh, fuck. He popped him down. Styles clash. Oh. But it's not about a pin. So Styles is going to climb up now. Tracy getting involved now. Trying to grab the legs of Styles. Oh, he dropped down. Holy shit. A pay like oh. Tracy. There he goes. He's going on a different cable now. Kazarian, he's kind of on his feet, but I don't know if he's going to make it in time. Oh, shit. Oh, Kid Cash. Cash. In Dallas, oh. they're distracting the ref as if it really matters. Kid Cash has hit him with a crutch like two times. One on the knee and one over the back. Wow. You know, I honestly forgot about Kid Cash. Dude, that was very well done. Oh boy! Here we go. Michael look at, look at. and Kazarian are both climbing up. They're gonna they're gonna have Wait, a fight. Over. Michael Shane's running across like he did the first time. They both got their hands on it. Oh, they both got it though. They both have it. Oh, Andrew Thomas doesn't know what to do. Oh, now he's like, okay, now I know what to do. The winners of the match. New co-holders. Whoa. Kazarian and Michael Shane, the co-X Division champions? Oh, that's weird. They're going to freebird it with the one title. The weird part about this is, like, normally they would just vacate it and say, okay, guys, tournament. Yeah, they would. Title has been held up. We have an eight-man tournament. Wow. Okay. Well, Bob, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with a slight thumbs up. Yeah, I think so, too. I think... I think some of the stuff got a little bit overshadowed, uh, and I, but like I think overall that was a pretty good show. The Ultimate X I don't think is the best one we've seen. However, it was still a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of really great spots in that, and I do like that Kazarian and Michael Shane actually kind of stuck to it and didn't just turn on each other. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was like a handicap match in an Ultimate X. Um, I think it. I think it was well done. I enjoyed it, and. Uh, I don't know. This is a good show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't like that Mount, Monty Brown lost. But. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of like the one stinker on the show here is Monty Brown. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't and he shouldn't be losing in this. He shouldn't be losing. I think the way he did lose. Um, like I like I said, I think I rather would rather him just take the swanton and just like okay, whatever. Yeah, just do it that way. That's how I feel about it. Um, you know, shit happens. 
It's okay. I think I don't think it, the the good thing is that Monty Brown is like so good it doesn't like really hurt him. I feel like so I think I think we'll recover. Well, I just feel like you would want to. Uh... And I feel like he's kind of going to remain in this pitcher and situation uh, for a while. I just feel like I can't see him like doing much else at the moment. So that's kind of where I stand on it. I just feel like if you're going to have him lose, you would want him to lose to a guy's finishing move, not a roll up. Well, that's kind of where I mean. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird thing, but I agree about. Uh, all right, well, on Impact coming up, we have the Impact debut. Jeff Hardy. Oh, I'm Jeff Hardy, yeah. I mean, it's pretty big. So that would be cool. Uh, and then the next weekly pay-per-view, we already know several matches. Raven and Sabu will be going at it. I can't imagine that's going to be a regular singles match. That's got to be it. Like, no, I feel like it's got to be a little something extra, right? Uh, Sonny Siaki is putting up his contract against Abyss and Goldilocks' money. Irish weapons mm-hmm. match. Big Vito, Pat Kenny, and a country whipping tag match. AMW taking on Team Canada. All that is on the next country whipping. Yeah. Because like, we've kind of already had that, but. That's right. right? And Diamond and Swinger, wasn't it? Diamond Swinger. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was the same one, wasn't it? They titled the same and everything. I think so. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you guys are all enjoying everything we're doing, if you aren't already, be sure to be following us over on all of our social pages, which is at Cross the Line TNA over on Twitter. That is the most important. It's the best one. Posting constantly every day about these shows. And you can like us on Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod. And you can check out our Pro Wrestling Tea store at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cross the Line TNA. And, of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. All these links are in the description of the episode. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts because you can find us literally everywhere. So leave us a review, and uh, we'd, be, we'd be glad to read it on the air you know, if you do that as well. Yeah, so do it. Help us out. Spread the word and have people join us as we continue on to follow TNA since day one. That's right. Go back in the archives. That's right, man. And check out every TNA show that has ever happened to this point. And uh, tell us what you think. And we'll, again, we'll talk about it if you ever do that. But until our next episode, Impact, two days. Jeff Hardy, he'll be in action, although we've already seen him in action several times by now. So really that, that is not really that crazy. But it's crazy to be on free television. So pack up the car, head over to Universal Studios, meet us in Orlando. We'll be in the line. That's right. So until then, for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Conley Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross Line Podcast.